So today's topic is on everything IK. We actually have a well-renowned special, well, she's actually a special guest for today. She's a medical doctor specializing in ophthalmology. Her name is Dr. Shrikawal from Durban and in South Africa. So welcome once again. And before we actually start, I have got a, a disclaimer that I would like to mention on behalf of Mindful Trinity. The opinions, views, and beliefs expressed are those of our guest speakers and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Mindful Trinity or the policies of the company thereof. The content of the show does not constitute any legal or medical advice and is provided for the general insight and guidance. If you require specific legal, medical, or any professional advice, you should contact a specialist or a qualified practitioner. So again, welcome to Jyoti, uh, Dr. Jyoti Shrikawal. We are so grateful that you accepted our inviting year to share all of your insights and knowledge with all of us. Hi, Vaishnavi, and uh, hi to everyone who's joined us today, and thank you for having me. Thank you, and we actually, as I said, we're very grateful to have you here. So just to start off our discussion, what does it mean to take care of the eyes? I mean, we all know the eyes are actually the windows to the soul, but not a lot of us know how to take care of those eyes. Um, great question to start off. Um, God gave us two eyes. You know, our eyes perceive up to 80% of whatever is expressed in this world. Our eyes allow us to see beautiful things, to see our families. Our eyes allow us to learn. Our eyes allow us, and it alarms us if there's danger. And we should ensure that our eyes are, are functioning optimally so that we can see the best we can. Yeah, that's actually very uh, good points because I mean, like you said, we have to have a good eyesight in order to experience all of those wonderful things that the eyes actually can provide to, for us. When should one have an eye examination? Um, before we go on to that question, just to expand on why we should have, uh, why we should take care of our eyesight. So let's go, let's take it, let's look at it at a different angle. What happens if we don't take care of our eyes? What happens? Yeah, exactly. And so many things, the, the, the diabetic patient goes blind, the person who has uncontrolled pressures loses peripheral vision. The child who is extremely short-sighted and, and doesn't get corrective spectacles cannot see the board, cannot learn. So, so just to expand on the first point, um, there, there's many reasons why we should take care of our eyes, absolutely. To your second question, when should one have their eyes checked? So it starts um, at birth. When, the when, when your child is born or when a baby is born, the doctor checks the eye reflexes. Is there a red reflex? Are the eye movements aligned? And um, it's, it's recommended that, that children at preschool um, age 
should have their vision screened to ensure there isn't a refractive error and corrected. If parents pick up any abnormality in their children's vision, whether it's, it's misalignment or they feel that they, or if their gut feeling tells them that their baby cannot see, they should have that child's eyes, that baby's eyes checked. Um, but, you know, as a general rule, I feel that any adult at the age of 40 who doesn't have any, any risk factors should have their eyes examined. So obviously if you have other risk factors like diabetes or history of family blindness, you should have your eyes examined earlier. But I think every person who turns 40 should have their eyes assessed by an ophthalmologist to have a baseline screening done at least. And um, further to that assessment, um, perhaps every three to five years. Oh, wow. So basically you were saying at as soon as a child is born, I mean, from any age group, it doesn't matter. But if it's a born baby, how would you know that the child is having some problem with the eyesight? So if, you, if um, the doctors usually shine a torch into the child's eyes mm. and if there isn't a red reflex or if... If, they, if you see a white reflex, then that's pathological. And then we know automatically that further assessment is needed. Also, if a baby is born prematurely, if they're born uh, before gestational age of 34 weeks, if they're born less than 1.5 kgs, if they've ever had to have supplemental oxygen, those babies by default need a, a thorough eye assessment because they could develop retinal problems that cause blindness at that age, which is irreversible in most cases. Wow, it's actually quite interesting when you actually put it that way. So what happens at, an, um, at, a, at a screening, at a normal ophthalmologist room? Okay, so, um, you know, patient comes to see us and um, we do their visual acuity testing and that gives us the information how much can that person see if they can't see 2020 or 66 which is a optimal vision um, do they have a refractive error so we define the refractive error are they myopic which is short-sighted are they hyperopic which being, which is being farsighted, or do they have something called astigmatism? Mm -hmm. And and then we we aim to treat that refractive error. Um, we do a, a obviously combined with taking a history from the patient. We put them through many um, tests and examinations in our rooms where we use our equipment to visualize the the deeper structures of the eye. So we we in, we assess. Everything from the eyelashes to the eyelid, the conjunctiva, the cornea, the anterior chamber of the eye, the intraocular lens, the retina, the blood vessels on the retina, the optic nerve, intraocular pressure, visual fields. So there's a lot. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's actually non-invasive um, testing. Patients shouldn't be um, discouraged or fearful. Mm -hmm. it's a really nice uh, pleasant experience okay awesome when you actually mentioned astigmatism I actually have that and I although I do use my glasses I don't use it all the time is there a cure for astigmatism 
Astigmatism is a refractive error, as you mentioned. So the cure for it would be um, using spectacles to correct the astigmatism contact lenses. Um, it means that the cornea is irregular in shape. So light enters and it reflects in, in different angles onto the retina. And um, therapy can include laser refractive surgery, which may make one independent of glasses or spectacles. Okay. Older patients who have astigmatism can have um, that corrected during their cataract surgery. So um, there's options for you, Vaishnavi. Wow, awesome. <laughs> I actually try not, well, I try to use my glasses, but I, I don't like to use it all the time. But yeah, I know I'm bad, but I'm trying. <laughs> and you know, Vaishnavi, the, the, in astigmatism, the cornea is, is steeper and irregular. And mm -hmm. I find a lot of children who come mm -hmm. with itchy eyes, you know, mm -hmm. chronic allergies, yes. and they rub their eye a lot. And that actually induces astigmatism. So, so parents shouldn't ignore, if, uh, ignore when their kids rub their eyes frequently and, you know, over a long time, because it can, the chronic rubbing can affect the cornea and in turn affect their vision. Wow. When you, I mean, I actually, when you're actually talking about all of this, I'm actually thinking back when I was a child, I used to rub my eyes a lot, but I didn't know that was the cause of it. Well, I actually tried, not actually the cause of it. I think I, I increased it getting worse, you would say? Perhaps, yes. Okay. So what are the symptoms of um, digital eye strain? Okay, for me personally, I'm on my computer from the morning till the evening when I'm not teaching yoga, of course. Um, but I know it's actually bad for my eyes. I do take my normal breaks, maybe five minute break now and again. But at the end of the day, when I'm going to bed, my eyes is very tired. So right. what would you say are the symptoms? So digital eye strain, computer vision syndrome, it's the same thing. Um, so the pandemic has caused, has, has resulted in people having increased screen time. Every work is off site and work has moved to online. Mm -hmm. E-learning platforms has, has flourished. Um, we spend hours on in front of the screen on our phones. I mean, Vaishnavi, if you had to look at your screen time on your Apple phone, that on your iPhone, that will give you an indication of how much of screen time one is actually um, uh, you, um, using, doing. Yeah. And um, maybe a good idea for all the, the viewers to, to do that little exercise and just assess what is this screen time. And for many of us, the average is around six to seven to eight hours a day. And that's excluding our uh, laptop time. It excludes our TV time. So we are spending a lot of time looking at screens. And the effect of that is, as you said, tired eyes, mm -hmm. headaches, neck ache, shoulder ache, burning eyes, um, eye fatigue, you know, you, you, you just have to sit overnight watching so many series and the next morning you feel like, oh my God, it's like a real digital hangover. It's like mm -hmm. you're, you, you are tired and your eyes are tired. Mm -hmm. so, so we can't avoid screen time. However, we should, we should um, there's a few basic rules to limit the, the bad effects of increased screen time. 
And for example, positioning of your laptop or your, your laptop or your uh, desktop screen should be at least an arm's length away from you. The screen should be placed, um, shouldn't be too low or too high to cause strain on your eyes to focus on the screen. So ideally the, lap the screen should be placed, um, you know, your eyes should be fixed on the upper third of the screen, basically. Um, the 20-20-20 rule is very popular. So that means every 20 minutes, take a break for 20 seconds and look at something, you know, five to 10 meters in the distance. Um, if that's not possible, then, you know, take a, take a break now and then and just close your eyes for half a minute. Just give your eyes that, that time and to just recover from the, the screen. Um, limit the glare. So position your computer or your laptop so you're not getting the increased glare from outside, striking your screen and hitting your eye because that also adds to the discomfort. Um, I'm sure if people with kids would notice when they're in front of the computer or the television, they don't blink. So a blink, re uh, blink reflex is very important. Um, you know, blinking seriously decreases when we in front of our devices. So try to blink every five to seven seconds, make it a habit. Um, what else? To decrease the strain on your eye. Um, you can increase the font size so that you're not straining. Mm -hmm. You can also decrease the, the brightness um, saturation of your device. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes blue filter spectacles help um, to decrease the, the effect of the blue light on the melanin mm -hmm. on your retina. And also it affects your, your sleep patterns. Mm -hmm. So little, little tricks to help your eye, keep your eyes lubricated. There's many off the counter eye, uh, eye drops that keep mm -hmm. the eye moist, uh, they moisturize the eye, keep the eye cool, things like that. Okay, wow, very, very informative. Um, is, is digital eye strain permanent or can it be cured? I think that's actually the uh, number one question, uh. if there's a cure. <laughs> I think it's a lifestyle modification version of it. We've got to do those little things. It's it's not a, it's not, it doesn't cause uh, damage that's irreversible okay. or, you know, you just have to prevent it. Mm -hmm. Okay. You did give us tips on how to get rid of digital eye strains. So I would not ask you that again. Um, so I'm going to go go to our comments feed and I see there's lots of comments from our audience. There's one from Sarika. Um, she asks, does excessive use of iPads cause eye damage to kids? If so, what is recommended to prevent this damage? So um, Sarika, excessive iPad or screen, screen time from the tablets for children causes short-sightedness over time. So there's an emergence of a short-sighted myopic population or generation because kids are focused on a task that's so close to their eye their eye muscles are getting fixed to just focusing on that distance and they actually it actually causes blurred vision for distance 
So they would not, um, over time, it'll cause them not being able to see a number plate without glasses um, or see things in the distance. So the, the articles published about myopia and children recommend that limit screen time for kids and, and please ensure that they have at least two hours of playtime outside mm. without their tablets and, and making them run around and look into the distance and things like that. It's, it's not all, it's not easy in, in nowadays, in mm -hmm. our times nowadays, but I think we must make that effort to take kids off the, their um, screens okay. for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one from Rosie. Rosie Mudley asks, what causes pressure in the eye? Pressure in the eye is associated with glaucoma. And there are many causes of glaucoma or, or raised intraocular pressure. And they include, um, could be an inherited cause of glaucoma. Um, if there's an episode of trauma, that, that can increase the pressure. If there's any sort of inflammation in the eye, that can cause trauma. Cataracts can, uh, that can cause uh, glaucoma. Cataracts can cause raised pressure. Um, there's, there's many causes and, and that's where the ophthalmologist will, will help to, um, to classify the cause of the glaucoma and, and treat it. Okay. I've got a question uh, as well from another um viewer, they actually sent me this earlier today. It's also about glaucoma. And um, he asked, can glaucoma be cured? Glaucoma can be treated. And the aim of glaucoma treatment is to lower the pressure in the eye to prevent further erosion of the, the nerve. Mm -hmm. So glaucoma can be treated correct then the treatment is aimed at preventing further damage. Unfortunately, the damage that has already occurred from the raised pressure mm -hmm. is irreversible. So that's why it's uh, in everyone's favor to get it screened early and treated early. Mm, okay. So you, you sent a lot of questions. Uh, I'm gonna just try and see where it's, it's re uh, repeated. So I'll just downscale down it, I would say. Um, what does the... I can't pronounce it. I'll try and pronounce it. It's per, per Satan eye drop. And what solution does it have for diabetic patient? So that is an anti-glaucoma. It's, it's a pressure lowering drop that's used in the eye. Okay. It's a prostaglandin inhibitor. Mm -hmm. And it, it works to um, increase the outflow of aqueous fluid out of the eye so it lowers the pressure. And mm -hmm. it's of benefiting glaucoma patients. Ah, okay. You also asked, does it improve the eyesight? Uh, you did say there's no cure, but there is treatment for that. So I'm not yes. sure. So when yeah. you lower, if someone has comes in and the pressure is 40 millimeters of mercury or 50, mm -hmm. they're going to have blurred vision because the eye is... Is, is, is high pressured, the cornea is swollen, it's blurred. And once you lower the pressure, the cornea swelling decreases, it gets clearer and their vision does, de what, their vision does increase, correct. Okay, so um, there's another question. What does Lumigan eye drop does to the eyes? And yeah, there's another part to that question. I'll ask you that first. So Lumigan and Spercetan are from this, 
same class of drugs, so they okay. have the same function. Okay. A person should not be in both because they need redundancy. Okay. So you also ask if you treat a glaucoma in a early stage, yeah, the early stages of your uh, diagnosis, does it improve the eyesight? It can improve your eyesight, Vishnavi. Okay. Correct. It okay. does. It definitely prevents it from getting worse. Mm -hmm. But obviously, concurrently, the patient needs to be healthy and not be diabetic and not be a poor, not be a poorly controlled diabetic. Um, mm -hmm. Not have cataracts. You know, treat their refractive error. So it's not only treating the the pressure that will improve their vision. Okay. But. You know, it has to be emphasized that one's pressure must be controlled to prevent loss of sight. Okay. Five, 10, 15 years time when that, per when that person suddenly has no vision mm -hmm. and no peripheral uh, field and it's, that, that's very tragic. Okay. This is from another person. Uh, he's saying that he's also using this Lumigan, Lumigan eye drop. And he notices when he puts more than one drop after a few days, the eyes pain and the eyesight becomes weaker. Only for a few days it happens and then it becomes normal. So perhaps the patient has a, a drug allergy or a preservative uh, reaction. He should speak to his doctor and, and inform him about that. And, and obviously the agent can be changed. Okay, okay, awesome. Okay, there's one year from Ashvir. He asks, are there any eye exercises you would recommend for those that spend a lot of time in front of the screen? Hi, Ashvir. <laughs> so, yes, things like digital, uh, like pencil push-ups. Take your pen, look at it, focus it, fo uh, uh, focus it going in and out, looking in all directions, occlude one eye, look in the, the four quadrants. So those are simple things you could do at home or at work. Okay, awesome. So that's, let's see if I've got any more questions here, but whilst we actually do that, I actually forgot there's one more question that I have for you. How does one get rid of allergies in the eye? Allergies, so common, it's, it's so prevalent uh, so with all our pollution and um, it, it, we have every second, third patient coming in with allergies and allergies present as, like uh, they present with itchy eyes, tearing. Um, patients, many patients have concurrent sinusitis, rhinitis, uh, eczema, asthma. And so those patients come in very unhappy and um, allergies causes inflammation in the eye. So how do we treat it? We treat it, uh, often we don't know the cause of it and uh, we treat symptomatically and we decrease inflammation in the eye. So we treat with uh, eye drops that decrease inflammation and antihistamine eye drops. I always tell my patients to do cold compressions. So take ice, wrap it up in a towel and place it over your lids. It decreases the congestion, it decreases the swelling and it brings uh, um, some, some sort of comfort. So allergies shouldn't be um, ignored. You know, when we have a skin allergy, we have hives on our skin. So we know we have an allergy. Mm -hmm. And in our eye, 
on the inside of the lid, you get tiny bumps. So every time the patient blinks, on, uh, it scratches the cornea. And that's what causes a lot of the discomfort. Mm -hmm. So um, listen to your body. Your body's trying to tell you something. Figure out, is it something I'm eating that's causing the allergies? Is it something in my uh, surrounding, the, the environment? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Sounds absolutely interesting. I'm sure it is actually very, very educational for all of our viewers listening. I'm just checking. Uh, if... Sorry, Vaishnav. Yeah. You know, to talking about uh, irritation in the eye, mm. with, with the onset of COVID and people wearing masks, mm. I'm finding a lot of patients coming to me with um, styes in the eye oh. and very oily lids. And I think it's because of the mask uh, preventing air from circulating around the eye and it's causing drying of the cornea, drying of the eyelid glands. So, you know, eyelid hygiene is very important. And, and how people can do this at home is take any uh, uh, no tears baby shampoo, mm -hmm. make a little emulsion, wash their lids, rinse it. And you can also do compressions with warm, uh, a warm cloth over the lids to help with that, to prevent that, that sty that's coming up. Okay, that's very interesting because I, I did um, meet someone recently that she also developed um, an eye infection. And well, now you actually explain about that. So yeah, at least we got some sort of, uh, you know, to go forward, we actually know how to actually Correct. take care of the eyes. <laughs> So I don't think there's any further questions from our audience. Um, I'm just going through them. But yeah, if you guys have any further questions for, um, for Dr. Jyoti, you can, you know, where to actually find her. We're going to actually find, ask her further questions on where to actually find her in the outside world. And if she's on social media, whether she has a page or anything of that sort, she'll actually give that to us. But just to recap our conversation, I try to take down notes like I always do, but... I wasn't very good today. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say uh, what I actually picked up from our discussion today. You mentioned um, an eye exam should be done as soon as we think there is a problem either with us or if we have little kids as young as a newborn baby, um, you know, once the doctor will check the eye, you will notice that something is definitely wrong. And also not a lot of uh, disturbing of the eyes by rubbing it too much that actually cause more disturbances and can increase uh, any sort of problem that you may have. And um, yeah, every 20 minutes, tw the 2020 rule, I'll always remember this. Every yes. 20 minutes, take a 20 second break. Maybe look away from your computer or even take a walk. Take a walk to your, uh, to your fridge or your, to your tap and get some water and drink and you know, try to get yourself busy away from the computer screen. Oh, and my, it's very interesting to wash the eye with, uh, wash the eyes with, um, or the eyelids with no tear, no tears, baby shampoo. I think all right. of us are going to be stocking up on this. Just degrease, yeah. degrease the lids. And, and innovation, we must become more aware of our eyes. Yeah. Start, yeah. start, the, start the dialogue with your healthcare provider. Mm -hmm. Ask your Ask your optometrist, what is my vision? Mm -hmm. Do I have a refractive error? What is it? What is the pressure in my eye? What does my optic nerve look like? This is information that you need to know for yourself mm -hmm. so that when you follow 
follow up you can you can always get more information yeah yeah well it's yeah for me it's been very educational because you know what i i as i said i'm very very bad with using my my spectacles all the time i should be using it all the time but i just get i just, I just don't like using it and i think a lot of people are like me what advice do you have for those type of people um make sure you change your prescription on time okay you know as we age we need uh, to change our glasses mm. sometimes yearly sometimes if you're unhappy with you know maybe get it checked out why am i so uncomfortable using these specs mm. are my eyes dry mm. is that what's making it difficult for me to focus with my glasses or my contacts on so so don't neglect it and and address it okay thank you so do you have any parting thoughts for our viewers um Oh, thank you all for listening in and joining. And I'm very excited about this moment. Um, you know, the eyes can tell you more than your mouth would say sometimes. So, you know, you won't know you have a problem. But once we look into the eyes and examine it, we can pick up so many problems from undiagnosed diabetes, glaucoma, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, SLE, sarcoidosis, the list is endless and uh, look after your eyes be kind to yourself and uh, yeah we'll leave it at that okay i've got one more question i think um, this lady just um, joined right now her name is bhakti bhakti rasa she asks can high blood pressure cause blurry vision at times high blood pressure um uncontrolled high blood pressure and and very high systolics and diastolics can affect the blood vessels on the retina mm -hmm. and that can that can cause uh, changes in vision okay yeah so this, you know what i thought we actually coming to an end but i see there's more questions here if you don't mind us answering no problem them. okay so this is from Rapid sarika fire. yeah there's another one from uh, sarika she asks are the blue ray glasses from discim advisable to be purchased for kids or is it more advisable to get a prescription from an optometrist i would uh, suggest a baseline assessment with the optometrist and and uh, they can recommend correct because you could you could use the blue filter but if the child is short sighted or has astigmatism he will he or she will still have blurred vision okay Okay, there's another one from Rastastali. She asks, "Just, just this year, I learned that blue light um, not only damages our eyes but even our skin, and we should use products to protect our eyes and our skin. If someone has eczema on the eyes and uses strong meds for the eye for eczema, then does that also affect the eyes in terms of vision?" shouldn't because you're applying the product to your eyelid um no okay. okay awesome okay i don't think there's anything further well if i'm missing out on them sorry about that um you can get in touch with uh, dr jyoti dr jyoti can you also let our audience know where they can find you but i see a lot of them also know you here so yeah <laughs> for those of them that don't know you uh i'm 
on Facebook and my name. I'm at Parklands Hospital in Durban. I, uh, yeah, I'm always willing to help Vaishnavi. Okay. All right. Yeah, thank you so much. We are so grateful that you, uh, you know, took your time out of your busy Saturday because I know Saturday is normally your, your time. I mean, all of us have a specific, a specific day and weekends are normally our time. So thank you so much for sharing your time with all of us and educating us on this platform. And we hope- You're most welcome. Yeah, we hope that you, we do see you again. Um, yeah, it'll be very, very uh, beneficial to all of us if you do. Okay, bye-bye everybody. Bye.